Hi, and welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, and in today's solo episode, I'll be sharing four organizing routines to get you and the family out of the door quickly in the mornings, especially now that we are heading back to the new school year here in the Southern Hemisphere. Let's jump into this solo episode. Welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, wellness and organizational coach and yin and nidra yoga instructor. This podcast will help you create more time using organizational strategies so that you can start to simplify your life and prioritize your health. I'll be sharing conversations with other health and organizational experts and solo episodes with tips to help you simplify your life and prioritize your health. Thanks for joining me for today's solo episode. I'm going to be sharing four organizing routines to get you and your family quickly out the door in the morning. We in the Southern Hemisphere are about to start back into our school year, and I thought it would be a really great opportunity to share just four things that you can do in your home. Maybe it might be you choose one of them that you could do to help you leave the house on time and with the least amount of fuss as possible. So one of the first routines that you could do is to organize your home. Now, there's two areas that I really think about when I'm organizing people's homes. The first one is creating an entry drop zone. So this is when they come home from school and all of the things that they need for school are in one spot. So that's things like their backpacks, maybe it's coat, shoes, maybe socks as well, hats, gloves, library books, anything they need in particular for school or even after school sporting activities or craft activities, whatever it is that they do maybe outside of school that actually has equipment that needs to go with them. Maybe it's a musical instrument. We need to have an area at the front of the house or the entrance that we leave. And if we're, you know, getting into a car, then that's where we want our things to be. Maybe your kids ride to school and they go out the back door. So then you would set up your entry drop zone would be possibly then at the back door. The reason we have a designated spot for your kids' backpacks and their belongings is it helps them to be able to find things. It also keeps them nice and neat and you don't have that in the morning saying, where's my shoes? Where's my jacket? Because it should be placed in that same spot. If you don't have much you know, space, you could always just look at putting up hooks on the wall and maybe for the jackets and the backpacks, and then maybe just having a simple shoe rack underneath so the shoes have got somewhere to go. The other thing I really like using with clients is a simple cube unit, and then that way it has a cube for each person. Maybe they might have two, one for their bag, one for their shoes, one for all the little items that they need as well. Other things I've used with families are empty cupboards. We've also used front door stand, but underneath it, we placed some baskets under there. So the kids had somewhere to place their bag and their shoes as well. It's a great opportunity to get kids involved in this as well, because they will tell you what they need to have at that place because they otherwise may forget. The other thing I like about organizing your home is having a family calendar or a command center. And this is usually somewhere where you usually congregate. So for us, we've got ours in our kitchen area. You might have it in a lounge area. Maybe it might be above your drop zone so that the kids can go and have a look and see. So we have a calendar in ours, which has all the people in the house and it's a whiteboard 
and I've actually just made it myself and used tape to designate each person's column and then it goes across so it's um, each day of the week as well. You know, you can buy these online and you can use different coloured markers for each family member. This makes it really easy for them to look at what they're going to need on that day, what they've got on that day. When my kids were a lot younger, I had visual pictures that were on there and now obviously they're a lot older so we just write in there the activities they have maybe it's a reminder of some of the things that they might need things they've got on at school that day we also have a digital calendar but at the moment there's only my daughter my son hasn't got his own phone at the moment so he hasn't actually gone to that calendar but eventually I'm sure we'll have that but it's still a great thing to have the calendar. It's just a quick visual spot for my husband and I to work out who's cooking or who's taking them to sport after school as well. Another thing to consider is having a calendar view, which is fortnightly. This might work well, in particular, if your children are going between two parents. That way they're able to see what's going on at possibly both houses as well. Or maybe it's just rotating school timetable or appointments that they have on fortnightly basis. But I do know that that seems to work well with some of the families I've worked with. So number two in organizing routines is starting your morning the night before. Now I'm a huge advocate for this. For myself, I need my clothes set out. If I'm going to the gym and then I'm going to my clients, I'll have both sets of clothes set out in the morning ready for myself. I need to have that there so I eliminate decisions in the morning. For you, it might be, actually, I really like deciding what I'm going to wear last minute. For kids and school, it's probably a great way to get them into that routine of getting their uniform out the night before. You don't want first thing in the morning saying, I can't find any of my shorts and all my t-shirts are all dirty. So we want to be prepared from the night before and we can then maybe quickly throw in a load of washing if we need to and have it airing out over night and hopefully dry the next day. It also means kids can get things ready like their library books or it's their homework and the sports gear they might need the next day. It also means they could potentially make some part of their lunchbox. For me, I take a salad for myself and so I actually just get that ready for myself the night before and it just saves me time in the morning. So other things for myself that I will do to help me be prepared the night before is I'll print out any documents I might need for clients and I'll also check to make sure I know where I'm going. I actually pack my car with all of the storage solutions that I might need for the next day. So you might be able to do that, getting ready for work, your meetings you might have, and then making sure like your devices are all charged. And then maybe also looking at what you want to pack for your lunch. So number three routine is thinking about your breakfast and possibly even making it the night before. So when we eat healthy breakfast, we're setting ourselves up for a more productive day. For me in particular, my job is very physical and I need to have lots of energy. So I really need to think about the protein that I'm going to have, which is going to help me to grow. And then go is the carbs that I need. So maybe a piece of toast with whatever I'm going to eat. And then the glow, the fruit and veggies that I might also have. So when I'm planning my breakfast, I think of those things, the glow, grow and go items that I'm going to include. So a couple of breakfast ideas that you can pre-plan and have made over the weekend ready for the week are baked beans. I love to make homemade baked beans and they're full of protein. 
an omelette. Even the night before, if we have tacos and we have leftovers of cheese and tomatoes and a bit of the grated carrot, I will then mix that to an omelette and cook that up and have that ready for the next day. Another one is boiling eggs and having then tomatoes, spinach leaves, and maybe some avocado and a piece of toast. And that's a great one that you can prepare the night before as well. Maybe it's a smoothie with protein. Maybe it's also like a chia bowl with nuts and seeds that could be ready in your fridge that you just pull out. But thinking about the breakfast that's going to give you energy and improve your short-term memory and help you concentrate and your kids for a longer period of time is definitely going to be a benefit. Number four of our routines that we could include is creating a morning checklist. Creating a simple checklist for your kids to follow, it's helpful. You may not even laminate it to give it then the whiteboard marker to tick off as they do it. I've done it for my kids and they've had a paper clip that they move down and that's the order of the things that they need to do before they leave school. They now, their checklist is more looking like the things that they need to take to school rather than the things they need to do every day. But when they were younger, they definitely needed that checklist. It also stopped me constantly having to ask them because they had the list, they could refer to it and build that independence. And it also gave me more time to get ready for myself. So one of the things to consider when you've got your checklist, and maybe you'd also like to remind your kids, is thinking about using declarative language. It's a comment or a statement, and it's not a question. It's simple, and usually it's an observation. And this empowers the kids to feel competent and develop their own self-awareness because they're having to look and think and then respond. I'll give you a couple of examples. So get in the line. That is not a declarative language. Instead, you might try, oh, I noticed the kids are getting ready to go into school. It gives your child the opportunity to look around, go, "Mm, everyone is getting in line, and then to go and make their decision where they're going to go to, say goodbye to you. Another one might be, say hi to Nana, And instead of saying that to your child, which is a demand, and it's going to activate a fight or flight or freeze response possibly, is you could say, oh, look, Nana is here. And then they have that choice. They look at the person, they might then respond. Takes a while maybe to think about what their response is going to be, but it's also going to stop and alleviate that fight and flight or freeze response. And the last example I have is look at me which is definitely a demand and going to activate maybe a fight or freeze response. Whereas we could change that around and using our declarative language, we could say, hey, we have the same colored t-shirt or we both have the same colored nail polish on or we're both wearing watches. Something that then allows the child to observe themselves and then maybe look at you to comment if they feel like it. So examples that we could use when it's getting ready in the morning are things I need for school. So we might have that as our checklist heading and then they can write down or take photos of the things that they need. One that I use for our dog all the time is, hey, look, Chessie seems hungry. And another one is she's actually got a picture on the wall of her and it says, I'm starving and would like some food. And that was great when the kids were younger as well. 
And so we still try to do that rather than saying, can you feed the dog? Because that's going to get us a fight and flight response instead. I think we might need cutlery is another one when we're setting the table or getting dinner ready. Your hands look dirty rather than saying, can you go wash your hands? When they're getting their bag ready, it may be just that prompt of, I think you'll need your sports uniform for tomorrow. And then they can go and maybe reflect at the calendar might be where they go to or just asking what's the day of the week so they can remember what they have on each day. Another one oh, that I always found is instead of saying, uh, eat your breakfast, is let's have breakfast was a great declarative language that would change the demand to a comment or a statement. So I'll just go through those four things. Number one was organize your home. So that included an entrance drop zone as well as creating a family calendar or command center. Number two was start your morning the night before. So getting prepared with items you might need, clothing, and even some of your lunchbox. Number three was eating a proper breakfast and maybe preparing it the night before. And our last one was number four was create a morning checklist. And this was also just taking into account some ideas around declarative language. I hope by sharing these four organizing routines, you can have a smoother start to your day and there might be one or two that you'd like to implement. And for this year, I have set up a Facebook group, Simply Happy Organization. And this is a way where you can come and share your thoughts about today's episode. You might also connect with others who are interested in organizing. You can share your makeovers to get you motivated and seeing other people what they've done. And it's also a space to sell, donate and buy items that you maybe have and you've been resisting to let go. But now you have someone who possibly would love your items. Thanks for listening to Simply Happy Conversations. Thank you so much for joining me for today's Simply Happy Conversation. If you find yourself wasting precious time searching for misplaced items and wishing for a more organized life, then you need my five-minute declutter ebook, The Ultimate Guide to Quick and Easy Organizing Solutions for a Clutter-Free and Happy Home. Forget about spending months commiring your house. These fun solutions are designed to give you immediate results in under five minutes. Head over to Simply Happy in the resource section and download your free copy and start seeing results in minutes. I'd like to acknowledge the Wadharong people of the Kulin Nation on which this podcast is recorded as the traditional custodians of the land. I pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging.